0: Hallelujah. Well, we serve a God of extreme power. Amen. God is an extreme miracle worker. Everything he does is extreme. Jesus was extreme. Amen. When he walked about, the Bible says, doing good for all men. He did only good. He worked miracles. And this is what he was called to do. Amen. And he always did it in style. He always made the religious mad. That's a good thing. <laughs> you know you're doing something right when the religious get mad. Amen. Amen. What's impossible with man is very possible with God. So God's never late. I know some of you think, God, I've been waiting and waiting. But well, God ain't late. He's always on time. Amen. And he comes through for you all the time, Anytime you need him. He comes through for you, even now. He's in the 11th, hour God. Even now. Even now. Some of you ask, can God help me even now? After I've messed up, you know, I've been in fear, not been in faith, you know, done so many things. Even now, will he help me even now? Yes, he will. He'll help us even now. Amen, Hallelujah. See, there's two. Not uh, there's not a big enough mess up for you to mess up that God can't fix. Amen. He's an eleventh hour God. Get, God can do exceedingly and abundantly. We went over that in the offering for all of you that were here. Exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ever ask or think, but it's according to the power that works in us. Amen. It's according to the power of God working on the inside of us. And that's called faith. It's according to your faith, be it unto you. According to your faith, you can have whatsoever you say. According to your faith, you can write your own ticket. It's what you want. It's what you believe. And how far will you go to get it? Amen. Hallelujah. Even now, although it's been so many years, even now after 20 or 30 years can God help me even now I've been waiting so long even now at my age can he help me even now yes he can amen (laughs) yes he can hallelujah see if you tell yourself yes then you'll believe it but you got to tell yourself yes because God said yes already But see, we are our biggest critic. We're our biggest skeptics. We're our biggest enemies when it comes to believing the things of God. Amen. So even now, especially since I've wasted more time. Yeah. I've wasted a lot of years. Anybody ever felt like that? And God says, even now I can help you. Amen. Can these old dry bones live? (laughs) Yes, they can. Can dead things live? Can he bring dead things back to life? Yes, he can. Even through my confusion and my anger, even now, he can help me. So many opportunities has passed, and I failed at so many things, but even now, He can help you. Amen. Even now. We call those things that be not as though they were. Even now. Amen. So you got to talk. We have a part to play in this whole thing called the Christian life. You got to talk right and you got to think right. If you don't talk right and think right, you don't have much coming. I'm just going to tell you. Amen. But even after. We mess up even though we've thought wrong thoughts, said wrong things, gone too far. Even now, God can come in and save us. Amen. Hallelujah. We turn to Romans 4. Praise God. Even now, God is an extreme God with extreme power even now. Well, you know, God, I'm getting older, and I'd like to have children, even now. He knows how old your body parts are, even now. Hallelujah. Even now. Sarah received strength from God. she got to receive strength from God because she was way older than anybody here. She was even older than me. Amen. Amen. And Sarah received strength from the Lord, the Bible says, after she submitted to him and started to to believe what he had told her about having a child, even at 90. And I'm I'm sure she said, even now? That's why she put into operation her plan B. But God says, "Uh uh-uh, Sarah, we're going to do this thing together even now. Amen. So it said, the Bible says she receives strength to conceive. Well, I thought maybe her body parts had to be working. God don't care none about that. When you get receive strength from him, amen, he can help you. All things are possible to those that believe. Even now. Amen. He's a God of extreme measures. And he'll... Go through the extreme to help his servants. It depends on the condition of your heart. If your heart is pure, and when I say pure, I don't mean you got to be perfect. I don't mean you don't think wrong sometimes. I'm just saying your heart between you and God, there's nothing between separating you and God. There's nothing between there. The veil has been removed. Amen. That means unconfessed sin. And as long as you clean with God, and you've confessed what you've done wrong, even now. And if you haven't done it, you can do it even now, he can still help you. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody got it. Romans 4, 17. Hallelujah. Let me go to 16. And it says... Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace. And there's grace, that enabler. Grace is an enabler, it enables you to carry out whatever it is that God is expecting you to do. Amen. God's grace is sufficient. It's what Paul said. So it says, according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law but those who are of the faith of abraham who is the father of us all anybody in here it's talking to me it's talking to you too verse 17 says as it is written i have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who he believed god who gives life to the dead so can god resurrect dead things Yes, he can. Even now. Yes, he can. (laughs) He gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they were. Are y'all here today? Can I read the Amplified? It says here in, let's see, 17, it says, As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations, he was appointed our Father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks of the non-existent things that he was foretold and promised, as if they already existed. See, God will tell you what you need to know if you listen up. Amen. If you don't listen, you'll miss it. Amen. So I'm going to read the last part again. It says, as he was foretold and promised. So whatever it is that God has told you he was going to do for you, whatever it is that God promised you he was going to do for you, it, it already exists. God's already done it. Amen. Now, you're not waiting on the manifestation. Don't go there. Amen. It's already done. But do you have it in the natural? No. You know why? Because you don't believe it. See, your faith materializes things. So that's why you ain't waiting. God's waiting on us. Y'all here today? God is waiting on us to believe what he's promised. And it'll happen just as he said it. Why? Because it's already done. So it can't happen no other kind of way. Are y'all here? (laughs) See, if you listen, those who have ears hear. So that's why it was done exactly how it was foretold, you know, the the birth of Isaac. And uh, what's his name? Abraham was 100, Sarah was 90, because it took them 20 years or more to really believe that what God said he could surely produce. But if they had only known, and if we only could understand it's already done. That's why it's got to happen. Because it's already done. But he's waiting on us to believe what he's already said and what he's already done so that you can have it. That's why you can write your own ticket in this world. You write your own ticket. Whatever you say, you can have. Because your words have power. But see, people don't say what they don't believe it's done got quiet again. It's Presbyterian church. So as a man think, if so he is. But if you can believe what God has already said, in other words, what God has already done in the spirit realm, He's already done it because He's already promised it to you, and He's not a man that He would lie, and He's a God that can do extreme things. Amen. Even now. <laughs> In the 11th hour. And he's the God of the midnight hours, So he is more than able to carry out what he's already promised because he's already done it. See, if we look at that, it's already, it's already done. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. Amen. So if we can understand that it's done already, the only thing that God is waiting on, that's what you see why we say we ain't waiting on God. Y'all see why we ain't waiting on God? God's waiting on us to believe it. And once you believe it, if all you're doing is waiting on God's timetable, that perfect time in your life for this thing to manifest. But it's done already. And we can only just believe it. It was hard for me to believe. It. I couldn't get that concept. There was some loose screws, you know. Because I couldn't understand why I didn't have what I prayed for in the natural. Because I didn't know it was already done. I was waiting. I thought I was waiting on God to do it. It's already done. And so you, you say what you want. And you mean it. And you get it. So whatever, what, whatsoever you say. According to your faith, be it unto you. This faith thing works. You just got to work it the right way. Amen. Amen. And that's why your words have power. That's why you can have anything you say. Because you got to mean it when you say it. And God knows when you mean it. You mean it when you know it. You know it when you believe it. Are y'all here today? Amen. Amen. And God knows when you mean it and believe it because he sees the heart of all men. (coughs) Excuse me. So God gives life to the dead. Can these dry bones live? Yes, they can. Can these old things be raised up? Yes, they can. God will be as extreme as you let him be. And he's an extreme God. And see, God likes to confound the wisdom of wise people. You know, those people who think they know God, and I've been saved 40 years, God really don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter how long you've been saved. It's do you have the faith that overcomes, that overcoming faith. It's the faith that believes. The faith that knows your God. The faith that does not doubt. And when, you, and when and if you doubt, you pull yourself out of that real quick. Amen. Contrary to hope. Amen. There was expectation. See, sometimes hope is all, all you have. Amen. It's all you have. But that's enough because it's an anchor for your soul. Amen. Amen. Sometimes that's all you might have. Let me see that uh, amplified. Fix it for me. Go hand me a a dead phone. (laughs) Okay, there you go. All right. I don't get it. (laughs) All right, so I read 17. Let's do 18. It says, For Abraham... Uh, let's see for abraham human human reason for hope being gone in other words y'all there Every. in other words everything in the natural hope should have been gone amen for a person that doesn't know god hope would have been gone that's what this is saying it says he hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. Now why would, why is it that he didn't lose hope? Because God promised him and he believed what God said. That's why he hope was gone. With hope being gone, hope in faith. So he hoped in faith. Or his faith was in hope and nothing else because he didn't have anything else. Because he, he couldn't stretch his wild imagination to anything other than hope. Y'all got that? you ever been there i have y'all have too Talking about oh no i, I haven't been there <laughs> so hope gone it says hope in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised so numerous shall your descendants be praise god i just love that in 19 says he did not weaken in faith when he considered The utter importance of his body, which was as good as dead, because he was about a 100 years old. Amen. See, that's why people think this is one of Grimm's fairy tales, but this is real stuff. Amen. According to your faith, God will let you believe whatever it is that you want to believe. And see, that's why he'll give you. There's no cap on what he'll do for you or give you. Amen. It's verse, verse 20 says, no unbelief or distrust made him waver. And that means doubtingly questioned uh, concerning the promise of God. But he grew strong and was empowered by faith. So what empowers us? Faith. As he gave praise and glory to God. Thank you. And so your faith will empower you. That's how you, it's like, God, how can I ever believe this? Your faith will empower you through grace, through faith by grace. God gives you the grace. God, I can't, I just can't seem to believe this. Can you please help me? Show me your mercy. And He throws some grace at you. Amen. And grace sustains you, and grace helps you in, until you can get strong enough to believe. And stand solely on your faith. But God is there to help. He doesn't leave us out there with just a wild uh, promise with no help to believe it. Now it's getting real hot in here. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know it's not because of my age. So don't go there with me. Because I I feel you young people. See, she's (laughs) old. Amen. So God is an extreme God. Amen. And he is able to bring you out of dark places. Amen. Great faith. Great faith will bring you great miracles. Well, how do I get great faith? Getting in there with God. Staying on your knees. Missing some kind of, some fleshly things. And stand with God on your face until you feel better. And then you keep doing it. Don't be a stranger to God. Don't be just a visitor, amen, to the secret place. Be a habitator, amen. <laughs> you can't just do something a couple times. You have to. You, we have need of endurance, and we have need of, of consistency with God. And when you're not no longer a stranger, he'll move on your behalf for anything you want, anything. And anything you pray for other people, too, to an extent. Until he feels like those people can start to stand on their own and have faith for themselves. Amen. But I want to finish reading this in the King James. I'm going to go back to 18. It says, who contrary to hope, in hope, believed. I like that so much. Man. So that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken. Well, what was spoken? That I'll make you the father of many nations. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So shall your descendants be. That was what was spoken. It says in 19, and not being weak in faith. So in other words, the Bible's telling you right now, you can't be weak in faith on this one. But you know what? You can take weak faith and build it up and allow God to strengthen it. Amen. Amen. If you spend time with him and not be a visitor, but a habitator of the secret place. 19 says, And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body. What does that mean? You cannot look at things in the natural and tell how it's going to turn out. You can't look at things in the natural and tell where you are on God's Richter scale. You cannot. You can't look at things in the natural and tell if you're gaining in God. If you're losing in God, because things can look real strange. You just got to trust God. You have to believe his word. At some point, you have to go to God and say, you know what, God? I am tired of living how I'm living, and I want to really, really believe you. Can you help me? And he will. Because he can. And because he loves you. And because he must. He has to. Because he's your father, God. He has to help you. God doesn't turn people away. We turn him away. He doesn't turn people away because he can't. Unless he's not your father. But if he's your father, he can't turn you away. He cannot do it. And he won't. Because he must follow through on his word. Because he's already said it. He can't take it away. I believe God is, is really wrapping some things up so that he can show people his glory and it's one thing i know he is beckoning to the body of Christ: is, please believe me please believe my word please believe my promises and don't give up on dead things because he can change anybody he can change anything god does what he wants to do but he'll only do what his word has already promised because he's a promise keeper. He don't br- and he don't break his word. Amen. We just don't believe it. And everybody that gets mad at God because they don't have this or he didn't do that, if you think back and be honest, you didn't believe it. Or God never promised it. Or <laughs> you wanted it before it was time for you to have it. Amen. Everything in the kingdom is on a time schedule. That much I know. Now, when is it coming? I don't know. I can just tell you that it's coming because it's already done. So it has to come. Are y'all here today? Has to happen because it's already done. He brings dead things alive by calling things that be not as though they were. What does that mean? Did y'all catch that? Dead things. Old things. Old promises. Dead relationships. Dead in your body. He calls these things back to life at your word, at your word. So how do you do that? You call things that be not as though it was because it's already done. And so you act like it's already done. You talk like it's already done until people think you crazy. Amen. And they will, and that's okay because we are a little bit anyway. Because we're in the world. We're not of this world. <laughs> so we look crazy. Amen. <laughs> and so you call on things that be not as though it was. Amen. You know, get you one of them little clay men. <laughs> little putty. Get you a little... <laughs> Get your little baby chair and sit, you know, sit a little doll up there. I know people who have uh, had children like that. You remember that lady that sat three, she sat three places all the time. People thought she was crazy. Before long, there was a baby sitting in that high chair. See, confound the wisdom of those that think they know everything. Those that think they got it going on. Those that think they know God. I know him better than anybody. He's going to do things my way. He's not going to do it just because you want him to. He's going to do it his way. Amen. That didn't get a good applause, but I don't care. (laughs) Steal the truth. Amen. You can't make God do nothing. Amen. And he'll hold out just to show you you can't make him. He's, He's already done it, but you can't make him. Move on a time schedule. Amen. Amen. But you have to show God something. He don't really have to show us nothing. But I'm telling you, God is a good God. And he never promises what he can't deliver. Never. Never promises what he can't deliver. He can deliver anything. So, But it, the thing is, if we believe it. He He resurrects dead things. But you have to call it call these things that ain't as though it was can y'all do that hallelujah (laughs) hebrews 11 and don't call the the cat if you want the dog amen you say exactly what you want from god because he don't play these games these mind games man play mind games god don't play them. So you you call it what you want, so in other words, when you go to God, don't take your pride up in there. Yeah. Amen. Well, God ain't you know, he ain't into that. He just ain't. Amen, the Bible says last time I read it, it said "He resists the proud, and he gives grace to the humble, honey. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you how to really get something from God. Humble yourself Amen. under the mighty hand of God. Amen, <laughs> hallelujah thank you, Miss Nola. <laughs> Hallelujah. Humble yourself. You want something from God? Humble yourself, because you can't take your pride with you nowhere. Get real with God, and quit pretending. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hebrews eleven eleven, and this is by faith. Sarah herself also received strength to conceive. See, faith, you get strength. Well, what if I don't have faith? You stay with God, and he'll strengthen you. His words strengthen you. The promises strengthen you. And then it says here, she received strength to conceive that seed. So in other words, God gave her enough strength to believe what he promised. See, you're going to get this power from God. God gives you strength to receive what he's already done. Amen. It says, and she bore a son or a child when she was uh, past the age because she judged him faithful who promised. Now, there's another way to get what you want from God, judging faithful. You know what? You say, God, I know you're faithful. I know you can do it. It's something wrong with me. It's called humbling yourself. Help me to believe it. I want to believe it. I'm trying to believe it. So help me to receive what you've already promised me, what you've already done. See, that's how Sarah received strength. And when she, you know, turned her face to the wall, so to speak, and she got with God, God empowered her. He threw some grace at her. (laughs) and it encouraged and it empowered and it strengthened her amen Amen. hallelujah you know sometimes you got to do it all the bible says having done all stand but stand don't don't stop don't quit Amen. amen hallelujah so by faith sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful, who promised. Because God is faithful. And she judged him faithful. So you're finding out a lot of little things. Although we know this stuff, it's good to go over and get it fresh in your spirit. Amen. I know you need it because I need it too. Amen. (laughs) Ephesians 3.20. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3 20. We went over this during the offering, but I'm going over it again because we need it. Amen. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above. So in other words, God goes beyond your asking. He goes beyond your thinking. He goes beyond your expectations. God is God. He's not some little wimpy dude that's, you know, promising you a lot of stuff he can't deliver on. He's a great big God. Amen. My God is a great big God. He's way too big for us to doubt him. Amen. Hallelujah. Now to him who is able. See, the Bible says he's able. And if the Bible says he's able, then he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above see he's not just measuring up he's not just meeting the expectation he goes beyond and above our expectations amen hallelujah exceedingly and abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that works in us so how much of god's power do you have working on the inside of you to believe the promise are y'all here Amen. Verse 21 says to him be the glory. Why? Because he is God Almighty and he can do all things. Amen. There is nothing he can't do. He goes beyond man's abilities. He goes beyond man's capabilities. He goes beyond everything that we could ever ask or think. But it's according to what you think he can do for you. And then we're always still surprised. And he's supposed to surprise us and knock us off our feet. Amen. Hallelujah. Be glorified, Lord God. Glorify the Lord always because he is worthy of our praise. Amen. Even now, he can give you a breakthrough. Tonight, in ten minutes, tomorrow. Amen. Even now. To him be the glory. Even now. Hallelujah. When we're at our breaking point, even then, he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. And above all we could ever ask or think. Even now after so much time. Even now after time runs out. Or you think it's run out. Even then. He can do exceedingly and abundantly. Amen. Because God gives us that enabling power. That enabling power to believe him. He helps us and he equips us. Amen. All you got to do is let God know how serious you are and let God know you are tired of being tired. And cry out and reach out to him. See, you can be tired, but then we get up and go on and do the same thing again. And go through the same motions again. And put up with the same crap again. Although we're tired. But when are we going to stop doing that? Y'all following me today? Well, that time is now to get tired of status quo. Amen. Amen get tired of something that satan has created for you to get tired and to want better and want it now even now amen even now he wants to change your life even now well i did you don't know what i did that he don't care even now did you repent even now there's nothing too hard for god even now he's an extreme god amen Hallelujah. Ephesians 4. Just flip over or push your other button, whatever. Verse 17. Did we read this already? Okay. Ephesians 4. Yeah. 17. This I say, Therefore, I testify in the Lord that you would no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. That's the wrong one. Hmm. I wanted the one that talks about, uh, talks about grace. Say that again. Philippians. Philippians. Hmm, I thought it was in Ephesians. Oh, you know what? It's Ephesians 4, 7, not 17. Did I say 7? Yeah, okay, Ephesians 4, 7. And it talked about that enabling grace. You know, there's so many different kind of graces. It depends on which one you need. That's the one God gives you. There's grace that enables us. There's nobling grace, grace that helps you to become a noble person of God. It's that sustaining grace, grace that helps you sustain. It's it's a lot of grace will work however you need it to work for you. That's what grace will do. Are y'all here today? Amen. I'm sorry. This is the only message God gave for me, and you need it. So don't sit there and act like you don't because you do. This is all he gave me. And I know where I've been for the past few, few, few hours. Amen. Hallelujah. So he will, he will give you the right grace for the right occasion. You know, the sustaining grace, the enabling grace, the ennobling grace, the grace that, that empowers anything you need. He'll give it to you because he's here to help you because he loves you amen so ephesians 4 7 it says but to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of christ's gift amen so in other words whatever he puts inside of you is what you need to get this job done are y'all here today amen enabling grace gives us power and wisdom to carry out a task and see that's what grace is i don't know about all this other hyper grace but i know what god taught me and i know what i've been using and i know it's working (laughs) amen and so grace helps you carry out a task and so if god has put this task before us to believe and having done all to stand then enabling grace is going to enable you to do it are y'all here today So God doesn't leave us out here just, you know, he said he's going to do this and I'm just trying to believe. God don't leave us like that. But if you don't watch, you'll miss it. So he enables us to do all these things that's before you, things that you allow to bog us down. Well, we all do it at times. But God has enabled us with the power of grace to get through. And to stand, having done all. Maybe you don't feel like standing every day. Sometimes you have good days. Sometimes you have bad. But God still, still there to equip us with the power, amen, and the wisdom to do whatever it is that he has called us to do. In other words, he doesn't leave you by yourself if you have a hard job. He's going to enable you to do it. If he opened that door for you, then you'll be able to do it with his grace. Because that's what God does. Amen. Hallelujah. So God equips us with the power and the wisdom to carry out whatever it is that's before us. So when we start saying, I'm tired, know that you're in the flesh. That's flesh. Amen. Amen. See, they didn't like that one either. God God's miracle work and power is extreme. God is extreme. Now what does that word extreme mean? It means not ordinary. See, we judge God according to how we are. But he's not ordinary. He's extreme. Amen. He's it, it also means utmost, means great, the highest degree, and that's what God is. Amen. Exceedingly and abundantly, that explains God perfectly. Exceedingly and abundantly above. Amen. God opened the Red Sea. That wasn't just a normal feat, was it? It was extreme, don't you think? You know, Moses struck the rock with a rod, and there was water. Why? Because the God that he serves is extreme, and the God that you serve is extreme. It's the same said God. Are y'all here today? Hallelujah. Amen. You know, when he opened that Red Sea and the people crossed over, it wasn't knee deep. It wasn't ankle deep. I, I heard this pastor put it like this. They had sand in their toes. <laughs> you know he was from down south. They didn't have, it wasn't knee deep. It wasn't ankle deep. They had sand in their toes. And that's a dried up. Body of water. Amen. And see, that's why the enemy felt so comfortable following them in there. Because he because it was sand in their toes. Amen. <laughs> but it didn't work. Amen. God is a good God. Hallelujah. Extreme miracles. Knee deep, no. It wasn't even mud. If you think about that. No mud from a body of water. And you looked on the walls, and there was nothing but a wall of water on both sides. And they looked down, and they were walking on dry ground, walking in sand. Amen. God is a miracle work. Tell me that ain't extreme. I like this God. (laughs) He's real extreme. And this is the thing I like about God. He'll go as far as you let him go. Amen. That's why people says you can't outgive God. Amen. Don't you just hate that little cliche? cliche. <laughs> First Corinthians two. So I'm gonna get Baptist on you in a minute. <laughs> I know y'all go with me. I know it. Second Corinthians two, verse twenty seven. Hallelujah. I think that's the wrong scripture too. There is no 2.27, right? Oh, you know, 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians 2.27. No? Hmm. Now what was I doing last night? First Corinthians two. Let's try two seven. Nope, that's not talking about the hidden wisdom of God. I can't hear you. Let's see. Nope. That is good. it says and and brother and I when I came to you I did not come with excellence of speech but but, or of the wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God I thought that was the one where he says but I come in demonstration and power because that's what I like amen but I I don't understand where y'all get in line Okay, that's the one I just said. But I'm looking for the original one, the um, the original gangster's scripture. That's what I'm looking for. One Corinthians two. Hmm. Maybe it's Ephesians two. I think so. Let's go to Ephesians two. I'm looking for the scripture that says God has uh, chosen. I have not seen. Isn't that? Oh, that's in Ephesians. Uh, right here. Yeah. Nine, nine. Nine, nine. Nine. Oh yeah, that's right. It's two nine. Now, where did I mess up? It should be First Corinthians two nine. Thank you. I have not seen, nor ear have heard. Nor have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. Amen. Let me read it again. Let's, can you give me that in the Yeah, thank you. Let me see what the Two nine. In two nine? Mm-hmm. First Corinthians two nine. You, you were just about as confused as I was up here, huh? Yeah, First Corinthians 2, 9. It says, but on the contrary, as the scriptures say, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those, for those who love him, who hold him in affection and reverence. Promptly obeying him and grateful, recognizing the benefits he has bestowed them. I need to read that again. Okay. And let's see where are we at. For sure, we're in First Corinthians two nine. It says, But on the contrary, as the scriptures say, what eye has not seen and ear has not heard. And has not entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared or made and kept ready. So you you see what prepared? God has prepared a place for us. God has prepared your blessing. So he's made and kept ready. Amen. For those who love him. So if you don't love God, you're going to have a little problem getting something from him. Amen. Well, he never done nothing for me. He made you. you. You're alive. You ain't sick. I could go on and on down the list. He blew, blew breath in you. You got a roof over your head. It could be a whole lot worse. The devil could have you on the run. You could be on his hit list. The, the beat goes on and on. Amen. It could be a whole lot worse. Amen. So anyways, it's for those who love him who holds him in affection, this is what it means, those who hold him in affection, in in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him. Anybody left? (laughs) Promptly obeying, promptly, because delayed obedience is disobedience. Amen. So promptly obeying him and gratefully recognizing the benefits, being grateful amen hallelujah the blessings he's bestowed upon you thank you amen hallelujah so it can get a whole lot worse and it's gonna get worse for those who don't believe god for those who are in the world that's why that's the last place you run you don't run to the world when you belong to god amen hallelujah amen you know, let, let me run. go back up to 1 Corinthians. I see something. It's just what I'm talking about. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18. And let's read that. It says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So in other words, a lot of things that you do and you say is foolishness to the world. So why run to the world? Once you're saved, you're born again. Why you go back to the world? Amen. Hallelujah. It says, for it is written, uh, I am in mean, verse 19, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Verse 20 says, where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believed. For Jews requested a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom." So the Jews were superstitious, the Greeks were religious. Amen? Amen. Verse 23 says, but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness. You see why sometimes you got to be led all the time by God when you witness to people, be led by God who you hang around with, because the stuff that we say It's foolishness to many because they don't believe. Amen. Amen. So it's best to pray for people and keep it moving. (laughs) Keep it moving. Lest you fall into the snare. Amen. Hallelujah. So we serve an extreme God. God shut the mouths of the critics. I'm just reading a little bit of the notes that ran through my mind last night. He shut the mouths of the critics and skeptics when Elijah closed up heaven with a drought for three days. Then he opened it up again and gave men great capabilities. But God is more than capable. He's more than enough. He's exceedingly and abundantly. We are bound by God with a covenant that cannot be broken. A covenant sworn, sworn and sealed. Not by hands, but by blood. Amen. By the mouth of his words, he swore by himself. Because there was none greater. Amen. There was none greater than God, so he swore by his own self. That what he's promised, he can also deliver. So don't ever think God can't do what he said. Well, I don't have it because he can't do it. You don't have it because you don't believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. And bam, we're bound by God with a covenant. Can you believe that and remember that? And this covenant cannot be broken. It cannot be broken. Sworn with a seal. Hallelujah. That's good news for all of us in here. Amen. Can't break it. So can these dead. Dry bones, these dead things, even now. Can they be resurrected? Yes, they can. How? By calling things that be not as though they were. We're gonna remember this when we go home. Amen? Amen. Call things that God has promised, because He's given us power, dominion, and authority. He's placed the devil under our feet. We have to keep him there. The with the power of the word and he's given us the necks of our enemy we're able to bind and loose he's given us all of this power and authority but do we use it no why because we don't truly understand how and so our mouth is a weapon the word is a weapon it's a sword and you reeled it or you handle the word or you reel it as a sword when you use it coming out of your mouth are y'all here and so you have to believe in what you're saying first and then believe that it will take care of the job because it will. It has to. It must. Because it can. And if you use it and you wield it like a sword enough, if you talk that word or talk the promises of god enough you'll see the manifestation of it because it's already there all god is doing is waiting on us to believe it and you start talking about it and you talk about it till people in your house start talking about it and start believing it amen this is how it's done amen and so you can have whatsoever you say you write your own ticket by your mouth you write your ticket by what you say You write your ticket by what you do. You write your ticket by how you live. This is how you get things from God. And I'm telling you, money and stuff is the easiest thing you can get from him. (laughs) Easiest thing you can get from him is stuff. Because that stuff perishes in the fire. Amen. Stubble and hay. Amen. But get the spiritual wisdom, spiritual knowledge. Amen. Hallelujah. See, some of this stuff costs you. It's going to cost you some things. And the only thing it's going to cost you to be more like Christ is your flesh. Stuff you don't need. Stuff that will take you to hell. Or stuff that will separate you from God. It's all it's going to cost you. When you look at it and you weigh the options, all Knowing God and receiving from God is going to cost us is separating ourselves from our flesh and letting it die. You know why? Because flesh causes the snares, us to walk into those snares. Amen. Because the devil don't stop working. He's working for himself, for his own glory. Amen. And he wants to take down as many Christians as he can. You think he messed with sinners that as much as he does us? He already got them. Amen. He wants to take the glory from God because God loves us so much. Amen. But God's word, whatever he's promised, it's already done. If you look at it like that, whatever you need, your bill money is already there amen somebody come on the gold is his diamonds god knows where all that stuff is in the ground he knows where it is and he can tell anybody at any time and you're not waiting for a yeah (laughs) that's the craziest thing i ever heard you got to wait until these rappers and these drug addicts get done messing up the money so you can take what's left over. Wealth transfer. You can have it anytime you got faith for it. It's yours. Whatever you can believe for, amen. It's yours anytime. You ain't waiting on it. It is already done. Amen. And if God have to print you some money, he will. Cuz he loves you that much. <laughs> So can he resurrect dead things even now? Yes, he can. Hallelujah. God makes you strong and unshakable even in a dark place. Let's talk about a dark place for a minute. Place where anybody ever been there. Amen. You know, place where you think there's no hope, discouragement, disappointment, you know, kind of like being in a pit. Anybody ever been in a pit? But you weren't in a physical pit, but you felt like it because the devil blindsided you. Well, God, even now, God can resurrect you from dead places, from dark places. All God has to do is speak a thing, all you have to do is cry out, and God can deliver you from a dark place. Amen. A dark place. Where a seed is planted. You know why dark place ain't all bad? That's where God can find you. You know, seeds, amen. (laughs) Seeds have to be buried under the ground in a dark place. But what happens to it? It Sprouts, grows, you know. In a dark place. So don't hate the dark places so much. Hate being there, but know that you coming out you coming out with power and glory amen stronger than you were when you went in a dark place a dark place is part of that sometimes i believe is the chastisement of god amen but just say you coming out better than you were before better faster stronger like the 6 million dollar man <laughs> I remember back in the day when God was building me up on the inside and he gave me that picture of a transformer. And the transformer was broken on the ground. He got up and all the pieces went back together like Arnold, you know, I'll be back. (laughs) And it all came together. And then it started walking and talking. And it was better, stronger, faster than it was before. And I, wound, I found out he was telling me that that was me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And the fiery darts, you know, somebody was shooting at it. And he was just doing like that. Yeah. And they all were blocked. And as the, the bullets were being shot at him, he it was like he grew bigger and bigger. You know. And so that's how God, he transforms us amen into what he wants us to be in a dark place out of a dark place so don't ever think you've been kicked down so far and so deep that you can't get up better stronger faster than you were before amen because god is with you hallelujah praise the name of the lord hallelujah a seed planted it germinates And becomes alive and sprouts and grows strong in the dark place. Hallelujah. So don't ever not sow a seed in God's garden because it's going to grow up to be something wonderful. Amen. Something happens when you are in a dark place. Amen. You seek God's face more in a dark place. You become confident in your faith in a dark place you 're strengthened by might in a dark place, you know Moses was on the back of the back side of the desert for forty years, and, and what he did when he came off the desert, the back side of the desert in a in a, a, a dark place, is he parted the Red Sea that 's what he did because God dealt with him. And he resurrected him even in a dark place. Don't ever think that you can get so low that God can't help you. That you can be so depressed and so discouraged. Look, God is with you even there, even now. Amen. He parted the Red Sea and made a way in the wilderness for him. So in a dark place, when you think that there's no hope for you, God will make a way in the wilderness for you amen don't ever doubt that god doesn't love you i don't care if it's your fault that you got there god don't care amen he does not care he don't care how you got there all he wants to do is rescue you and get you out amen hallelujah praise god amen so if you're in a dark place if you've been there that's a place where you uh redefine Who you are in him. You know, you reevaluate the rest of your life and you make decisions on what you want to do with the rest of your life. Amen. You get your priorities straight. Hallelujah. You develop spiritual muscle. You know, spiritual muscle gets stronger and stronger. Your confidence is heightened. Confidence in God in a dark place. You know, Joseph was a slave. And, you know, that never just, it just always encourages me to read that he was a slave, but he had a, uh, what is that, A, a prosperous soul. But he was in jail. He was a slave. But he had a prosperous soul. And he prospered in these dark places. Amen. Because God was with him. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God was with him amen he pursued god joseph did and he endured hardship like a good soldier that's what the bible tells us to do and afterwards he received the promise amen hallelujah so don't cast away your confidence in god let's go back to hebrew for a minute hallelujah don't cast away your confidence in god and it doesn't matter what people think it doesn't matter is God with you? Yes, he is. Even now, can he reach you even now in a dark place? Yes, he can. Even though there's so much time and you wasted, even if you messed up, even then, he can help you in a dark place. Hebrews 10, 35. I hope I said that. And I'm going to wrap it up. And it says, therefore, do not cast away or fling away or toss it away your confidence, which it has great reward. Amen. Amen? Don't cast away. Don't throw it away. Hold on to your confidence. Hold on to hope in God. It says in 36, for you have need of endurance. So that after you have done the will of God. Now, what's the will of God? Just for you to believe and accept him. Accept what he wants to do with your life. Amen. And don't have a plan B. After you've done the will of God, you will receive the promise. Amen. The will of God is for you to have faith. That's part of what his will is. For us to prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper. To have faith in him. To trust him. To come to him. You know, to come to the secret place and not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is, amen. Y'all here today, they sleeping. Y'all ain't going to work me today, amen. Hallelujah. Flip over to 11. Verse 3. So we're in Hebrews 11.3. It says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. And see, this is how you speak a thing. Amen? Yeah, amen. This is how you write your own ticket with God. Your words. Why? How How can I do that? Because God did it. And he set the world, or he framed it with the words that came out of his mouth. So he, the world was framed by the word of of God, So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. Y'all get that? Hallelujah. The things which are seen were not made by the things which are visible. So in other words, everything that God created, it was let there be. It came out of his mouth. It wasn't visible until after God spoke it forth. So everything that you see came out of the mouth of God amen and you can create whatever you want because you have that same authority and that same power to speak a thing and it'll be so but you got to believe it amen and that's how you write your own ticket in this world by what you believe in what you know and who who you know who do you know you know god You don't need man and his hookup. I know. Come back. Come back. (laughs) Who do I know? Let me see. Uh, You know God. You know him because you belong to him. Amen. Hallelujah. So you don't need the hookup. You have him. Jesus is the hookup. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's jump down to verse 6. Is, but without faith it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. There's a lot of people running around here don't believe in God. They believe in crystals. They believe in everything but him. Amen. Well, I just got to read my horoscope. I got to see what's going to happen. Like the Jews. Amen. Verse 7. By faith. You notice everything is done by faith. By faith Noah Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen. Moved with godly fear. So in other words Noah did preparation on what God said. That it was going to rain. He had never seen rain rain had not yet come on the earth in his time but he believed god because god said it and prepared the ark took the right dimensions used the proper wood everything he followed those that divine design to a t amen didn't know what he was doing just followed god's instructions hallelujah amen so he got through godly fear it says with godly fear prepared an ark for the saving of his household by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness which is according to faith so in other words when you believe god when nobody else does and you stand in faith you condemn the world in other words you put condemnation on those who don't believe that's why they don't like you so quit trying to fit in amen (laughs) because your faith put them under condemnation and conviction to both of them amen and that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to convict the world like like um what's his name noah did amen verse 8 by faith abraham obeyed when he was called to call to out go out To the peace which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. You know, God said, go to a place called there. From the land which you know. And go where you know not. How many of you would do that? Amen. Hallelujah. And by faith, he dwelt in the land of promise. As in a foreign country, dwelling in a tent with Isaac and Jacob The heirs with him on the same promise. Amen. Let's go down to verse 11. It says, By faith Sarah herself also received strength, we read that before, to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was just past the age because she judged God faithful. Now what is judging God faithful? Knowing and telling him, God, I know you can do it. And believe in that. I know you can do it. It's me. It's not you. I know. I know you can do it. I know you're able. I know you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you could ever ask or think. All I could ever ask or think according to the power. Amen. You let n- God know that you believe him. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, do I want to do one more verse 12, therefore, from one man and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Amen. 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 In other words, that's faith for the promise. Hallelujah. Faith for the promise. Hallelujah. And 13, these all died in faith. You don't want to be like that. But never saw the promise because they kept waiting on God to do it for them. You know the ones that didn't make it except Caleb and and Joshua? They died in faith. And when I was in religion, I thought, man, God is a tough dude. Because they died in faith. They had faith. No, see, they didn't believe that God was going to do what he said He's going to do. They didn't believe it. They went through the motions, but they didn't believe it was already done. They kept waiting for something. You know, I'm waiting on the manifestation. I'm waiting on God to do this. It's already done. So call those things that be not in the natural as though they were. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. See we have a responsibility, we have a part to play in this. So dead things can live again if you let God's exceeding exceedingly great power rule your life from a dark place to a green pasture. According to Psalm 23, you know, he makes me lay down in green pasture. That's a soul that's coming from the pit. A dark place. And the Bible says he causes us to lay down in green pasture. He restoreth my soul. My cup runneth over. Ain't God good? Hallelujah. Praise God. Woo. Amen. God restores your soul because he loves you and because he is more than able if we would yet believe him. Amen. So why don't you read Psalm 23 and understand you know look at where you are or where you maybe have been and look at what god does he takes us to a better place to a place that's alive and thriving and everything's fruitful and that's what god It's all god wants to do for his people amen why don't we stop father we do thank you and we bless and lift you up hallelujah we love you lord And we bless you, and we give you all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Even now, even now, God can save you. He can bring you from a dark place into a place of life and light, even now. Hallelujah. Because he's an extreme God, and he'll go through extreme measures to give you the desires of your heart. Because he loves you. So we thank you, Father. We thank you for your word. We thank you for everything that you've done for us. We thank you for your love love and your affection. Hallelujah. We praise you, Lord. And we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Does anybody need prayer before we go? I can pray for you. Everybody's